just come out of nothing, right? How do you how do you start with the amount of enthusiasm needed to discuss this week in professional wrestling? Because see, because here's the thing, right? I counted like 32 people coming back for this big old Raw reunion. I hear I heard there may have been upwards of 38. 38. <laughs> you were keeping a running tally as you were going, were you? 38 former superstars who yeah. got more well, screen time than Andrade. Yeah. And there now, we uh, go. Um, folks and folks, okay. We're <laughs> kicking right into it. We're kicking right into it. We're yeah, kicking right into the Shoot Brothers podcast. That's what this is, brother. Um, Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast is the only wrestling podcast that you can find online, hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne, and Mike the Shoot Shepherd. Pew, 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 <laughs> boing, boing. Uh, folks, we have a great, we have an exciting show for you this week. Of course, Mike the Shoot Shepherd is there on the other end of the line, like we always are. On the horn. Folks, uh, big news. We have this. We've been pumping for weeks now, or at least a couple weeks now, this Raw reunion going on yeah, later on. All the old boys back. All the old boys back. It could only be in Tampa, of course. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> yeah, <that's> like <laughs> Maybe they're not allowed there. to travel anywhere else. Yeah. Uh, you know, we've got some trivia. You know, we've got a tweet of the week. Um, we're building towards uh, the biggest party of the summer. It's almost SummerSlam. Hell yeah. Of course, and takeover. and the takeover the night before. Uh, we got some other stuff, but uh, I think we should kick off this week's episode with a little bit of AEW news. AEW, all elite. They coming for you, Vince. Better watch out. It's too sweet. Because uh, earlier on in the week, folks, uh, we got the official start date and a pretty cool-ass hype trailer. Uh, that um, for All Elite Wrestling on TNT, so October 2nd, 2019, is when it's happening. Yeah, so it's officially on Wednesdays, uh, so that clears that up. Wednesday Night Dynamite will probably be the name. Two-hour yeah. wrestling show. Yeah. That's and uh, there we go. 8 p.m. Eastern start, you know, 8, 8 to 10. Uh, yeah. First episode is going to take place live at the Capital One Arena in Washington, so that's right where the Capitals play. Yeah, that's you a, know. I so mean, these are yeah, the, these are real real arena sizes, not like not like the Rico Coliseum type sizes. Yeah, you know they're but, they're premiering uh, yeah. on on the large scale. Yeah, but I heard that they might be even if they book those larger arenas, they'll still kind of stage it in a smaller. They might not be planning on selling out fifteen thousand everywhere they go right away. That could be a good point. But, Blo- block out that top bowl, just uh, you know, yeah. to create the feel. Either way, it's going to be hype. We're hype. Everyone's having fun. Everyone's having fun. And dude, you know how <laughs> excited I am for all AEW to come to Toronto. Oh yeah. It's, now in- you no, know it's you know it's going to happen. It's going to happen now. Instead of getting like our once a year opportunity that we do get, uh, you know, when WWE comes, now we just have a second option. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, hopefully they can space them out, have like a nice winter wrestling show. That'd and be a lot of fun. And, and then in the summer. <laughs> so, of course, this October 2nd thing is the first time that wrestling has been on TNT since uh, WCW folded in 2001. Uh, but also, like, the first time that wrestling has been on large scale television that's not WWE in a long time. Yeah. 
I know Ring of Honor, and uh, they do their things, I think, on like sort of differently at different times and syndicated, but uh, this is big news. Now, what is TNT in Canada? Um, I don't know. Do we, do be, we know that? Peach tree? <laughs> is it that Peach Tree channel? That's 40, 47? Know. Yeah, that's what it, <laughs> for all you local Southern Ontarios, 47 shout out. Uh, yeah, TBS turned into Peach Tree, which I don't know. Who yeah, knows? it's Either all the way, same we'll thing. It's it. all Turner, Turner Broadcast, yeah, it's all Turner, Turner Network. It, but, uh, uh, it's all in Hotlanta. Uh, yeah, well, I, visit, I visited way, the Turner. Had, to... I visited the Turner uh, building one time when I was on vacation. <laughs> well, even if they refuse to air it in Canada, you and I will find a way to watch it. So. You can always find a way, folks. You can always find a way. And um, yeah. oh, and two of the like half their headlining roster is Canadian, so got to give us. It's some a good love. point. You got to give us something. Um, so that's real exciting. We have a date. We have a we we have something to look forward to, Mike. Uh, this week on uh, being the elite in Road to All Out Two, um, or Road to All Out also. <laughs> yeah, the first All Out. Uh, the first All Out. Uh, just a couple good promos out there by uh, John Moxley. You know, the Mox man knows what he wants, and he's uh, he's coming after Kenny Omega to get it. Yeah, that's going to be He's great. He's learning about how it all works in Japan and learning this style that Kenny Omega has become the best <laughs> in the world with, right? Uh, so Kenny going to counter and try to learn some ultra-violence style? I don't know. Who's coming out with the W out of that match? That's gonna oh, know. that's gonna be a huge. Yeah, they both they both need to be booked big there. So who knows? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. This one's gonna be tough. We also had uh, we also had a Sean Spears interview um, where he was just explaining his actions, and uh, Sean Spears is being managed by Tully Blanchard right now. Yeah, I saw something about um, that. That's kind of interesting. And uh, yeah, I, and I like the way that they set up the interviews. They're set up more like. Uh, like the person, like it, like it's a prepared thing. Like somebody sitting down in front of a camera, they have yeah. the mic on them. It feels a little more prepared than that trying to it's be like spontaneous. Actual, yeah, backstage <laughs> it, thing. You come off even more scripted. Yeah, it's uh so yeah. a little bit of management there, and um, uh, there was a funny there was a funny moment on being the elite when uh, uh Peter Avalon was coming up to. Like what, what? What was supposed to be a Vince McMahon type character uh, complaining about how he's being booked, and that this isn't getting over? And what am I doing? I'm just telling people to shush. But the Vince McMahon <laughs> character convinces him that the paycheck is worth it. Uh, <laughs> so you're gonna do this for the rest of your career. So there you have it. There you have it. Uh, I think once AEW comes on the air, Peter Avalon, the librarian gimmick, is never going to die. <laughs> yeah, him and Leva Bates there. They're little. There's two of them for some reason. Like the yeah. gimmick's so nice, they made yeah. it happen oh, like twice. Comparing. Yes, and that's and, most. Uh, that's the most important part. That's the most important part. <laughs> yeah, nice male female uh, operanda there. Oh God, those librarians! Those librarians. <laughs> what is it? What is the? What is the gimmick? What is it? I that's don't. That's all it is. They're just librarians I, that like to wrestle or something. I don't it's like a even to know the anymore. 80s when everyone had a gimmick. Everyone had a second job that was a wrestler. <laughs> yeah, it was like, it was like I'm a construction worker, but yeah, in my spare time, I'm taking you out, Hulk. Yeah, Sergeant Slaughter. He's like, yeah, I, I do army shit, but then I go wrestle. <laughs> Ultimate Warrior. He was just a warrior. That's all he was, I guess. Was you know like uh, Conan the Barbarian coming back from a. Uh... Yeah. What about the Yeti? Mom. What was the Yeti? The Yeti. That was just a weird humping mummy looking thing. <laughs> the hump. <laughs> 
the hump, hump seen around the world. Yeah. Jesus Christ, that's embarrassing. Yeah, but uh, you know, we need, you need some of those bad moments like that just to have some fun to look back and laugh. Just look back and laugh and say, why not? Yeah. It's always fun. I like how <laughs> on every of these reunion shows, they always get, uh, they always end up getting a super, a couple super gimmicky dudes. Like Hurricane always shows up. Yeah. Yeah. And, and Boogeyman yeah. always shows up. They need, they need to show us the extreme <laughs> the of cartoon the cartoon uh, character types. Yeah, exactly. I'm surprised Bruce Pritchard wasn't there in full, in <laughs> oh, full sure red face. Was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He was scripting. He was scripting half a bunch of this. Yeah, probably, that's a good but. point. That's a good point. Um, that was our AEW action. Uh, let's kick to on the other side of the planet. We got some G1 action. We got some G1 action going on out there in Japan. Uh, Mike, you know, there's a lot of professional wrestling to watch. I under- I know it's hard to breathe it all in. <laughs> Um, but have you caught any, any action from the G1 series going on right now? I see, uh, I see clips and highlights and some big moves and shit, but I haven't like sat down and watched a whole bunch of the matches, but I'm following along some of it. And, following yeah. along, of course. Um, our big winners this week, uh, Jay White was taking on Jeff Cobb. He beat him. That was a great, uh, Jay White's piece, that piece of shit heel. Uh, that can never, you know. <laughs> oh, fuck. They're so good. They're so good. Being a, such a good piece of shit heel. Yeah. Nothing like that. Uh, Juice Robinson picked up a win. Moxley is undefeated. Moxley and Kenta both have eight points right now uh, oh, in their respective they, uh, blocks, which is really funny for the two most recent WWE yeah, dudes <laughs> to be on top. Okada also has uh, eight points in that A block. Um, yeah. Naito got a win over Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, so some some big stuff, some big stuff, and some big stuff in those wins, folks at home. You should just check it out yeah, if you have names. if you have the time. I understand it's a lot of time. Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling out there. We don't even touch on 205 Live and things like that. And All right, it is <laughs> it is so hard. But uh, but coming up this weekend, there is uh, Okada versus Kenta. We do have um, Juice Robinson co- taking on Tomohiro Ishii. Uh, Naito Moxley, Shingo J. White. Uh, so we do, yeah, we have some big matches coming up, including, uh, I think next week we have Will Ospreay and Zack Sabre Jr., yeah, which is fun. guaranteed <laughs> to be, uh, which is guaranteed to be sweet. Is Zack Sabre Jr., is he, is he a floater or is he officially with New Japan? I think he's, uh, I, I think New Japan lets you be a floater, but they, Spe- they they won't let you float in certain places, <laughs> yeah. right? Like I bet I bet a guy like Zack Saber Jr. is still able to work Eng- uh, Europe dates for like you sure, know yeah, British yeah. promotions or something. But they're like, but you're not doing anything else in like you're not doing anything in America. It's like oh okay, so I can show up on NXT UK. Yeah, may- maybe no, maybe I, 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 that that would be, that would be a bit of a tough I was just one. Throwing a, a wrench. Um, just throwing a wrench in there. I don't know. That is a good question though. Uh, yeah. so we will... Either way, uh, though. A lot of good names in there. A lot of good matches should be coming up. Oh, even just, yeah, I think we have Okada, <laughs> we have Okada Bushi coming up, I know for sure. Oh, yeah. And Tanahashi, That's... Will Ospreay. Uh, yeah, just everybody, man. I love it! Yeah. Moxley, Jay White. <laughs> Moxley, Jay White is going to be a good match. Uh, yeah. 
you know, Jay White's one of New Japan's top dudes, and Moxley is going to be gone by October 2nd, so it's going to really be interesting to see how Moxley yeah. is going to be booked for the next little while. Yeah, is he um, going to go out on his back, uh, you know? I don't think give the rub, the Japanese rub on the way out. But to whom? You know, if, know. My, if, Man, my, if, if Moxley comes out of the B, uh, you know, the B block, comes out on top, you know, maybe taking on Okada, maybe taking on the likes of Kenta in that in that finals, you know, uh, if he if he could go if he could go undefeated until the G1 finals and then, you know, kind of make his way over to do his thing. Yeah, I think that would look that'd be a good look. It'd be a good look for him. August 12th is is the finals. Okay, so yeah. that's like the day after WrestleMania or SummerSlam. <laughs> oh shit, really? Yeah. What are you doing Monday, Mike? That's we, a big week. We Not do, only that, the, the third season of Glow comes out. We, that we do SummerSlam, hop on a plane, <laughs> make we it to Tokyo. To get there. We might be able to go back in time with the time zone exchange. Exactly. We're, we'd be we'd be fighting. We'd be fighting it. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Mike, what are you doing? Let's go. <laughs> Let's just go to Japan. Just go to Japan. I, Let's I mean, go. Don't get me wrong. I would love to. But. It'd be a lot of fun. Ah, uh, if any uh, sponsors out there would like to sponsor this trip, well, you would be more than happy to shout you out. Of course, shootbrotherspod at gmail.com. Yeah, accepting any and all requests for endorsements. We should get a Vimeo. There you go. Is that we what it's called? doing cameos. Venmo. No, that's what it's called, Venmo. I, I've never actually pronounced it. Yeah, I would have said Vimeo as well. Eh. And then we get cameos when we get famous enough. Pay $40 and we'll shout out your name. We'll shout out your name. That's, uh, Happy that, birthday, Rick. <laughs> that'll be supposed to be Nick. Oh, that, that'll, that'll be the Patreon exclusive. Uh, <laughs> when you sign up, get a free message from us on your birthday. Yeah, exactly. Pay f yeah, five bucks is uh, a personalized voicemail from us. <laughs> uh, ten bucks. We call you into the show, actually. Oh, we call you in. Yeah, you you, you'll, you'll be, uh, yeah you, you can join us for the shoot-off. Uh, whenever, whenever that happens, are we doing a shoot whenever. off this week? I don't know. We keep teasing. I think it's Where, like the Firefly Funhouse. We just keep building it up. Do we have your theme? Do we have your theme song yet? Well, so here's the thing. I got. I I started recording it. I got like the chords, and then I started like doing some wailing in the background. I thought it sounded cool, but I wanted to clean it up a bit. Make it. I wanted to make it better. Of course, perfection. Originally, it was gonna be. I mean, it's still gonna be just like background music, but it'll be fun to listen to. Perfection is what we strive for here on the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Yeah, um, because we 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 accept nothing less. And neither like, should you, the listeners. Neither should you, as the listener. That's why you choose to listen to this, the only wrestling podcast hosted by myself, Cameron Osborne. I'm like the Shepard. Okay, yeah. folks, um, that was our news from our other companies, Mike. I think it's about time we just dive right into uh, back to WWE. Yeah, let's go down to Tampa, Florida, where all old people like to congregate. And boy, was there a lot of old people this <laughs> week, folks, because it is the Raw Reunion. You might be sitting there at home wondering to yourself, what was, what's the Raw Reunion? I don't know. Let's they just pick an arbitrary date. Let's just every, every year and a half, two years, like, oh, let's get all the boys back together and have an old school Raw. <laughs> so, yeah, this year we kicked off with John Cena. Who I've actually missed having him around. It's you know, yeah. You always you well, you forget what John Cena brings to the table. Yeah, so he's fired up. He hasn't. We haven't seen him in months. He cuts a promo. It's great to be back and all that. And then the Usos come out and they cut a little promo. Like, come on, Cena, 
we want to see the doctor drop some rhymes. So the crowd's chanting and Cena's like, nah, nah, he's, he's reluctant. He goes to leave. And the Usa's just like, come on, man, who is this? We want the doctor. So uh, he yeah. comes out. Yeah, and he's like, that's John Cena, the cat that left us for the movie biz. So then they're like, ooh. So then that inspires him. Uh, they have a little rap battle, and he says something about, y'all look like your mug shots. How was it getting arrested? So some real <laughs> shit there. <laughs> yeah. Way to go. And one of the Uzos even shouted out. He's like, yeah, dog. I don't know. He shouted out. <laughs> yeah, that was penis. me. <laughs> 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 yeah, Southampton police. Uh, oh, yeah, that's what he said. Yeah, he's like, Southampton yeah, police, like <laughs> what's up? <laughs> But then, uh, yeah, so the USOs like it, and then they bring out their father, WWE Hall of Famer Rikishi, with his fucking, probably the biggest ass in the history of the business. There you go. Uh, what a fat motherfucker. <laughs> and he goes, Cena goes to leave, and then Rikishi's like, nah, nah, man, back that ass up. We can't let you leave all fast and furious. So they're just dropping all these, man, these references. So they line up. They're about to do the classic too cool dance, but then the revival come out and ruin it. So, And then Devon Dudley's with them for some reason. Nope. No Bubba, because he's in Ring of Honor. But uh, Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Buddy comes out for some reason, and then that's the match. Yeah. And then Booker T hops on commentary. I don't know. See, okay, so Mike, so yeah, this, whole night thing. <laughs> this whole show is a little tough for me. Just me, maybe. You know, like, that's entirely possible, right? So this is what's going on for me here, is that I just, I, I'm part of the group of fans who don't have the nostalgia factor yeah. and of course i like you know you see rikishi and i'm like boom i know who that dude is mm -hmm. and that's about it my mind yeah. is thinking like nah bro we're three weeks away from SummerSlam. let's get some <laughs> shit going yeah so uh, when they're teasing like doing the dance you don't know what dance they're about to do i know like what they're about to do but seeing uh, it doesn't it doesn't doesn't do okay. anything for me <laughs> yeah just seeing it is like okay. I, I did want to see it a little bit but of I mean, course I, and and mike and you <laughs> and i the are the time. you and i are the opposite sides of yeah. of, of, just of the coin on this on, on, on a show like this right <laughs> yeah but um no i can totally see what you're coming from we are two and a half weeks from SummerSlam or whatever so where I'm thinking nice to myself, fun. okay, the Usos should be involved in the title picture, but yeah. is this just some weird thing to put Rikishi over, or is Rikishi there to put the Usos over? Uh, and then, and then, right. and then I start to get confused. But we do get that match, Usos revival. Yeah, with uh, the book man back on commentary. Yeah, yeah, we do get the match. Um, yeah, you know, yeah, it's uh, pretty fast pace as most of the stuff they always do. Uh, yeah, they fought a lot recently, so. Nothing like Rikishi and Devon looking at each other ringside, and then a little super kick splash for the win for the Usos. Yeah, the old yeah. So yeah, I guess they'll probably get another title shot at SummerSlam or something, we'll or see. something. Yeah, uh, yeah. But who knows? Okay, we move on to backstage where Mike. I'm sure you have written down literally yes. every single, the timing of every single interaction. So uh, uh, you know. Well, it, like I would just say like blah 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 came in and you'd be like well blah <laughs> came in and then da 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 and then blah came in <laughs> yeah so backstage so Mike, gi Mike give me the play by play on this yeah so newly uh, anointed legend Alicia Fox who just like a couple months ago was on the regular roster uh, I thought she was still on the roster I mean yeah all night she was with the legend crew and anyways she's there she's talking to Dana Brooke about hats and then WWE Hall of Famer Tori Wilson shows up along with Santino Morella. And uh, Santino pulls out the Cobra and starts, like, molesting the woman. And then Drew walks up unimpressed. So, yeah, that was just your little backstage. 
Uh, Back, oh yeah, and then we can... Backstage seg number one, I guess. There was like yeah. 73,000 <laughs> segments today. <laughs> Including the very next one where Charlie's there with R-Truth and Carmella, and they show some highlights from Comic-Con where the hurricane showed up and tried to beat him. And same with Drake with the banana costume on, and they were all unsuccessful. Uh, so we go back live to the interview, and Drake's wife shows up. I believe her name's Renee, but there's already Renee on the show. Another so Renee? Oh, yeah. God. And where was Renee? This? Was Renee there this week? I feel like she wasn't. Uh, no, Corey wasn't there. Yeah, I felt, Corey wasn't I felt there. that. I uh, felt that. Yeah, so Drake's wife, she calls out Truth for ruining her wedding and her husband's life, and then Kamala gets in her face, and during this ruckus, Drake sneaks up behind, rolls Truth up, gets a three-count, new 24th champion. So uh, this seemed like, almost like Drake's wife is in on it now. She's like helping him a bit. She's in the co- she's holds- in the company. Yeah, I think it'd be funny if she comes around and now she starts getting all possessive of the title, and she's like, "Come on, Drake, we gotta get this thing now." And oh, now it, now it becomes her obsession, yeah. and then she steals <laughs> it from him. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I think we get we get a lot of I think yeah, pro- I'd say like ten title changes tonight. Yeah. Well, don't you worry, I'll keep. Uh, and then Charlie Caruso just kind of looks surprised as everyone runs off, and then the Godfather shows up. The days when being a literal pimp that would come down to the ring with hoes was an actual wrestling character that we watched as little children. Yep. I remember being like an eight-year-old and going around saying, Pippin' ain't easy! Because I meant shit like that. So he even says... Maybe that's what it is, because, so... Children are allowed to know what pimps are so we can explain to them what a sociopath is. Like, if you know one, you know the other. Yeah, so there you go, and then he tells everyone it's time to board the whole train, and then him and Charlie do a little dance. Charlie, anytime Charlie just dances when someone invokes it out of her. Yeah, she loves to dance. Whether it's Street Profits, New Day, all they have to do is start clapping and singing, and she just goes like one of those sunflower things, you know. <laughs> she just <laughs> feels the beat. Okay, yeah, so um, I guess next segment... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, onto a match. We get a match. Now, Finally, oh. we get a match. Okay, so I think we have the uh, I think we have the Viking Raiders taking on. No, um, we got Drew versus Cedric Alexander. Wow. The re- yeah, the go. rematch after the big upset. But uh, yeah, th- we didn't get the match. Drew beats him down before the bell rings. Uh, ah, he gets the that, big. That's why I don't remember. Yeah, he hit that reverse Alabama slam onto the side of the apron that looked kind of kind of good, but no match. And then, uh, yeah, more backstage. Go to <laughs> Drake, he's scared. He's grabbing all his things. And then he opens a suitcase. And there's a bunch of worms in it. Uh, and then the boogeyman pops up to scare him. So, yeah, you know about the boogeyman. <laughs> Again, like, I mean, yeah, well, he, he's but we're three weeks really away pop. from SummerSlam. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't really pop for the boogeyman. But, um, he, yeah, so Drake's terrified. He falls down. And then Pat Patterson walks in. Starts just kicking at him. He's like, hey, what are you doing? And, and then he puts a foot on him. Ref counts to three. So Pat Patterson is now the oldest 24-7 champion in history. Uh, and maybe the first Canadian, too. I don't know. Ready to go, Pat. Attaboy, Pat. Hey, Pat, Pat, Pat. Uh, so there we go. <laughs> and same the thing. Ro- like, the only way I know Pat Patterson is that interview. <laughs> Remember that? Oh, fuck. I forget whose show it was. It was like a show. Donahue or something? That's what it was. Phil (laughs) Phil O'Donohue's show. And Uh, he was alleged of some uh, some bad things. Of a lot of stuff. Yeah. And that's like the only place where the name Pat Patterson really comes out. (laughs) I know he was, you know, he was a booker. You know, yeah. in the he t- was on. He was a character during the Attitude Era. Yeah, I know that he was stooge. like booking, and you know, in yeah. in the territorial thing, and then like I I understand his role sort of within professional wrestling, um, but yeah, yeah. So there we go. 
And then we get our next special guest commentary of the theme of the night. Uh, Christian, he comes up. That was all he really did. Yeah, that was and legendary. Fun. Ring announcer Lillian Garcia was here as well. Maybe she's she's in my top three ring announcers. I think she's good. Okay, Lillian. Uh, and then we finally get that Viking Raiders match. You were talking. You were so excited to get to. I was uh, so excited because <laughs> it was two teams on the roster. Two real teams. Two yeah. real teams. No jobbers. Yeah, no, so no local enhancement talent. We're getting the Viking Raiders taking on the Hawkins, taking on the Rider. The Hawkins Riders. They don't know. They don't have a name, but, uh, no, but uh, the Hawkins <laughs> yeah. Riders. Um, so yeah, they moved one rung up the jobber ladder at least the the Viking Raiders this week. So I same guess. result. Of yeah, no, I, but I think you know losing <laughs> to somebody you know an actual name that's something. Mm-hmm. Uh, Viking experience get the win on a on a real team. So yes. Yeah, so it's yeah, it's it's what we've been asking for like two months ago. When are they gonna? When are they gonna hit that next step of tag team competition? It's yeah. weird what they did with them. I don't know. Like, they called them up, and now now it seems like they're already bored of them, and their street profits are the next big thing for them to call up. Well, yeah, like and so call them up, and still we can all still see how talented they are. Yeah, and I, and why they haven't made their way to the revival to the Usos quite yet? I don't know. Yeah, you know, you think if you're gonna put a rocket ship on somebody, get them up there. Excuse me. Jesus. Jesus Christ, Mike, <laughs> drink some water. It's live. I have plenty right in front of me. <sighs> okay, so let me guess. We probably go to another backstage something. <laughs> uh, yeah, the ba- <laughs> the legends are all hanging out. And okay, Mike- so this is the party one. Yeah, this is the ba- the the old yeah the legends yeah. party. Okay, uh- so there was a guy with long black hair and like sunglasses. Uh, Who's that? I can't. He had a, he had a like a maybe a mustache. <laughs> I don't know. I can't think about this particular. Uh, maybe okay. it'll come up later. Okay. So Mike Canales was there. He's talking to Eve Torres and Eric Bischoff, and then Maria just comes up, starts bitching at him, and then Ron Simmons walks up. He grabs Jimmy Hart's microphone. Jimmy Hart, that's who it was. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Hart. Yeah, yeah, he was the one with the yeah the the uh, not the microphone. The what do you call it? Megaphone. Megaphone. Yeah. So. Uh, Ron Simmons just grabs that and says, "Damn!" His classic. Line. In the loudest, the, the megaphone was a little bit on That was the was loudest all, yeah, fucking was, <laughs> thing, and it sounded terrible. So it was pretty distorted. Yeah, it's like, Damn! But, uh, <laughs> it was just terrible. Um, more backstage. Uh, that was cool, though. I, I, I mean, I gotta give my not, not nostalgia fan point of view was really just. Uh, I like Eric Bischoff. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I like him. I think he, he is yeah, a cool just, dude. <laughs> so there yeah, we go. I got uh, yeah, the other two. I didn't really know who they were, but yeah, yeah that's okay. But then, what about the kids? Let's think about the kids for a second, right? Because like I'm an adult who has looked on <laughs> Wikipedia and given an effort, but like, what about a kid who's not allowed to go online, but loves John Cena and Roman Reigns? Well, he's still got some of that. Okay, if you, let's, okay, no, okay, no, we're going to wait till we get to the end of the show. Let's keep going. What was our next backstage? All right, AJ, uh, Gallows, and Anderson, they're backstage. They got their new OC shirts, uh, not the not the California thing. The, yeah, they were nice. Now, the original club. The original club. club, the official club, the only club. They gave it three different names. Yeah, it's so, all O. I don't know. It's all O, baby. All o. Okay. Uh, more backstage, Gerald Briscoe. He has now pinned Pat Patterson off camera to become the new 24-7 champion. So who's uh, who's who's he? So he was like the the partner of Pat Patterson. They were like buddies. Okay. Br- and he's the father of the Briscoe brothers in our Ring of Honor. Oh, no fooling. Yeah. So, huh. uh, 
Yeah, so I guess Pat Patterson, he's too much of an old geezer. He couldn't even take a bump or a roll-up, so they just did this off-camera. Briscoe's celebrating, and he runs into Kelly Kelly, and then he falls down, and Kelly pins him to become the first ever women's 24-7 champion. There's a lot of firsts. A lot of firsts going on today, you know. Uh, I wonder out of all these people, I know the record will always show, you know, like, the si- it will always be less than one day, you know, the little less than sign. But I'm yeah. curious who... Someone puts in. I I, I did read. If a there was like a minute, like down to the yeah. minute type of thing, someone has because I saw that Jinder Mahal has the shortest reign at eleven seconds or something. So someone's keeping. Track oh, okay, of okay. <laughs> Thank God, somebody's keeping track of this because, uh, <laughs> woo, <laughs> we'd be not. We'd be messed. Yeah. All right. Then we get the, the Samoan man Joe. He comes out, cuts a promo. Uh, yeah, he just says shows like this raw reunion. They're a plague. It's an addiction to nostalgia, and uh, yeah. Roman so, so up. he makes the points that I think just. Yeah, he's speaking on behalf of. He's speaking uh, on behalf the of said. the likes of me and the kids. I'm thinking about the kids. Does w- the children. Is WWE not family first? Yeah, you watch Firefly Fun Funhouse. I watch That's Firefly Funhouse. It's made for children. Kids you know, show, yeah. It's a kids show. So you know, I'm just thinking about li- the little. Remember, remember when we went to uh, Raw last year, and there was a little kid in front of us with the Roman Reigns like gloves or like yeah. wrist lock, and he was looking at us, and you know, he was like those <laughs> he guys. Was loving him. And he, he was, was like, he was like, those guys are cool. Like I'm yeah. thinking about that kid who. <laughs> what about the guy that was like? It was chirping us, yo. I hope I want to get in a fight at SummerSlam. Do you remember the the nice fellow like two seats down from him in the wheelchair? There was just like fuck Seth Rollins, <laughs> and just swearing at all the guys. I don't remember that. I just remember the guy remember who that? was. Maybe I, that was at SmackDown the night after then. But there was I can't. I don't know. Because <laughs> I, I I just I just remember the guy. Yeah, when I was like booing Roman Reigns, he starts like clapping yeah, he would, back, like, look at, back me. at us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he was smiling. He was having fun. He's like, hey, these guys are into it. They're cool adults. Oh, yeah. No, the, the guy who was clapping at me, though, he was very, very serious. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's, I there, was just a lot chirping of fun. him. I was chirping the hell out of him, <laughs> but in a, you know, in a fun way. Oh, yeah. Everyone's there having fun for the most part. Uh, I'm thinking about the kid. Um, and Samoa <laughs> Samo Joe's right. You know, sometimes, you know, they bring back these things, whether it be for a ratings bump or whatever it is. But Roman Reigns doesn't appreciate Samoan non-Samoan violence. Yeah, uh, so let's have some of that. <laughs> so let's have some of that, I guess. Um, yeah. So we get we so get we get the match. Uh, what happened? I think it was a Superman punch for the win. Yeah, Reigns. Yeah, you know he kind of does kind of kind of does the Joe thing. Joe hasn't had a big win in a while. No, but um, yeah, this was probably yeah, yeah. it's probably my favorite match of the night. You know, so far in terms of you know, and you're thinking, do either of these guys have something to do at SummerSlam? Maybe we don't know. Maybe this is the start of a couple week build to a match. Who knows? Yeah, because they gotta gotta get something going. Uh, yeah. And then we get Miz coming out for Miz TV and his guest Seth Rollins. They just kind of go over what's happened. Lesnar cashing in, winning the title. Seth got his rematch. Paul Heyman interrupts. Uh, yeah, nothing really new. Yeah, that <laughs> that was classic. I am very much so excited. I mean, I know we're getting this match at SummerSlam. I I I want to I want to say I want to yell out reigning defending. Undisputed heavy <laughs> universal heavyweight champion. I just want to yell it along with him. You know what I'm saying? Because it always it always sounds like the arena. Like on when you're watching on television, and every time Paul Heyman says that, it always sounds like it's so loud in there. <clears throat> and I can't tell if it's that's like if it's the crowd saying it or if it's the like his microphone is just so loud. 
<laughs> so I'm very much <laughs> so excited to be a it. part of, you know, I'm going to boo if Brock Lesnar wins, but I'm going to yell fucking loud when Paul Heyman says that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, I think, do we get, do we get, I know we're getting, do we get a Seth match right now or we get Seth a little bit later? Uh, I can't remember. That's later on. Ah, get, that's uh, later on, yeah. We get Kelly Kelly celebrating with her title and she runs into Candice, Michelle, Melina, Naomi, and then Melina reveals that she got a referee license. So Candice attacks Kelly and pins her to win the 24-7 title. And then so Alundra who, Blaze. So who's, so who's Candice Michelle? Uh, she wasn't, she was around during the Divas era, just kind of. Okay. She was never that great to begin with, so, uh, yeah. But she won the title here, and then Alundra Blaze comes in, chokes out Candice, and makes her tap out to win the title. So three women in a row. Who's? Who? Yeah, three women in a row. Hey, maybe, um, maybe we'll see some intergender wrestling, uh, to get this off of, uh. Maybe. Off of her. Uh, <laughs> then we go back to the ring though we get Rey Mysterio versus Sami Zayn hey this sounds like it's going to be a great match both of uh, these guys can put each other over in their own way <laughs> no let's get old people out here no so. let's get old people out here so of course Sami Zayn has that same kind of feeling about as Joe does about you know whatever the, the old people they suck um, <clears throat> and then okay so I think does the match even start? Yeah, it goes starts for a bit, and then Sammy just leaves the ring and goes to bail. But then Rob Van Dam comes up to stop him, along with Sergeant Slaughter, the Hurricane, Kurt Angle. So all the legends just kind of back Sammy into the ring, and Ray hits a 619 frog splash. Um. Yeah, that's... <laughs> okay. Don't have to say anything else about that. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. What's Sam? Sammy should be in a big match at somewhere. What's Slam happening? What's happening? Uh, yeah. So I know all these people by name, of course. I know Kurt Angle, of course. Rob Van Dam. Less yeah. familiar with the other two. Uh, yeah. I don't know. It would be nice, and I think we see. Yeah. We'll t we'll keep talking. We'll keep talking as we keep going. I think next we have we go. Uh, presumably we go backstage. Yeah, we got the Street Profits, <laughs> and Dawkins has to use eye drops because he's been chilling with Rob Van Dam. So marijuana reference. These guys are open about it, and Mark Henry. Was yeah, Rob Van Dam looked stoned to shit. Oh yeah. Uh, Kevin Nash looked stoned to shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, and then yeah, do they do they talk about anything else? I can't really remember. Yeah, they just he was just talking about hanging out with all these legends. The other guy was jealous. So he's like, damn. Damn. You're hanging, out, hanging out with legends. Uh, but do we get a match now? Well, then we get Alundra Blaze coming out with her 24-7 yeah, title. Let's keep rolling. She pulls out a trash can, referencing that incident uh, during the Monday Night Wars when she showed up on WCW with the WWF Women's title and threw it in the trash. So she goes to throw the title away when the million-dollar man, Ted DiBiase, comes out. And Ted says, don't do it. I will buy that title because everyone's got a price for the million-dollar man. <laughs> <laughs> So he hands her a wad of cash, and then she gives him the championship. Um, so that was that was allowed. He once tried to buy the WWF title from Andre the Giant, but uh, the WWF president nixed it, so it was not. But this is a different belt. So. Different belt, different rules, different president. Yes, everything. Uh, so there you go, Ted DiBiase, um, your, your new 24-7 champion. Yeah, for, for how long? Who knows? I, w I wish, I wonder how much time was given in this 24-7 championship cycle tonight than, like, other stuff. 
Like I want to see all the numbers. I want I want some nerds well, yeah. to break it down and really see where these some, things are going. Some people do. So I just come across them sometimes. Like someone said, out of this whole week of wrestling, there was only seven minutes dedicated to the women. Oh, okay, yeah, something, something like that. Yeah. Like that. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then meanwhile, yeah, you have all this other the weird stuff. Okay. Um, are we still backstage? No. Now we go back to the wrestling that back Seth to the AJ. wrestling that I love. Okay, so what we have right now, we have AJ Styles. His OC is there with him, of course, taking on Seth Rollins. We had this match at Money in the Bank, but this is guaranteed to end it awesome. Yeah. There's we get no Jerry the way. King Lawler as the guest commentary. There's no way. There's nothing I can add. This is the Raw reunion, baby. This is meant to be a big show. This is going to be some quality wrestling on a quality wrestling program. Yeah, with old guys. Well, these right. these two are middle aged, so we'll see. No, I know. I um, mean, uh, what happens in the match? So, okay, so here's here's my play by play of what happened. I think I think I got it down pretty pretty well. Uh, for you folks at home who maybe didn't get a chance to see the blind, the blind. No, maybe they're blind and they don't know what's oh, going on, blind, so they need yes. the action described to them. Yeah, so, w- with the OC in there with Seth Rollins, we got a bit of a three on one type situation, right? This is Nui Bueno. Right, because three on one, Seth Rollins is bound to lose. Next thing you know, whose music hits none other than DX. Yeah, DX baby. So we have Triple H uh, and uh, and Shawn Michaels make their way down to the ring first. Um, they're doing yeah. their thing. Um, uh, Shawn Michaels is wearing his uh, you know lightly uh, kind of worn looking jeans. Um, he's wearing a hat. He was wearing the NXT hat, I think. Wasn't wearing the cowboy hat. Yeah, just um, NXT baseball. And in terms of Triple H gear, he's at that two out of three. Remember, we, he has that corporate look, the jeans and a t-shirt look, and then wrestling. <laughs> so he's in that, you know, I, I, I could probably give something, but, you know, yeah. this isn't a match. No, but he could, he could throw hands. But he could throw some hands if he wanted to. We'll see. Um, so three on three, that seems a little more fair. I think yeah, so. uh, as we and then we start to see uh, so then the match restarts. We kind of have two boys at ringside on either side. Seth, AJ kind of gets going again. Um, Gallows and Anderson cause the DQ just yeah. by being little pieces of shit. After that, uh, OC tries to come out on Triple H and Sean being like, yo, fuck y'all guys. And that's when they grab some chairs to intimidate the the oldies the old yeah. men of the company next thing you know uh who else arrives we got the road dog we got x-pac we got scott hall we got kevin nash we got billy no we don't no everyone's uh, a billy <laughs> <laughs> um of course and then they stand up uh to the oc um so we have aj styles and uh, possibly our top heel faction quivering uh to some old men um uh, I, I, again, if you're blind, I just want, you know, I want that visual description. Picture <laughs> the top heels in your company, possibly the top heel faction. You close your eyes. And now picture them quivering to the likes of retirees in their mid to late 50s. <laughs> Raw reunion, baby. So that's kind of what happens. They end up doing the too sweet thing. And there was a suck it thing that uh, Seth does. I love that they're allowed to lead the audience to say the word suck it. But as long as they don't say the word suck it, like it's still PG yeah. or something, you know, <laughs> like, like how they're like, well, we didn't say it. Yeah, it was the universe. Yeah, 
something That's like that. That's fair. fair. Something like that. Something like that. So yeah, there and there was that segment. Yeah. Ta-da! <laughs> Some wrestler should just be like, hey guys, what's the F word? And then everyone says, fuck! <laughs> what would they do? <laughs> I would love to see that. I would love. Yeah. I mean, sometimes people chant, you fucked up, and that makes that makes tape when someone botches. Yeah, sometimes. Sometimes so, that does happen. Yeah. Not as much these days, but. Mike, All right, let's, let's, uh, go backstage. let's go backstage, baby. <laughs> Ted DiBiase. He's had that title for who knows how long. He's, he's going to leave in a limo and. Then we hear him being attacked inside in a three count, and then Drake emerges with the title. And then the gaggle comes and chases him away. Uh, that gaggle will never keep, yeah. never stop. Man, I, yeah. re- I, recently, every week. I recently started using the word gaggle at work because <laughs> we have so many. We have a, like this huge influx of new employees who just oh, yeah. fucking follow me around, like just looking <laughs> over your shoulder. Like, Little ducklings. You know, like literally, like yeah. you're, cle- you're just like putting like a you're putting a some like a little bag under a table and someone's looking <laughs> over your shoulder like you're curing cancer it's so fucking weird <laughs> anyway so i've started calling uh, everybody uh the gaggle the gaggle and that just follows yeah. me around crossover um uh what's next are we do we go back into the ring yeah we got hardcore legend mick foley hardcore legend mick foley who was just we just saw him recently you know he was introducing that 24 7 championship yeah which has um, been yeah which uh, which pretty... runs through the which runs through the crowd at one point i think he's just yeah, talking the... about his you know he, he how he's so excited to be here drake maverick comes running through of course the gaggle is never too far behind yeah and then foley shows a clip of his favorite raw moment which happens to be my favorite raw moment of all time him beating The Rock for the WWF title for the first time. 99 or something. Yeah. Uh, for me, I don't know if that'll ever be topped for a raw moment. I'm not saying best moment ever, but for me, yeah, that was personal Personal raw moment. See, there you have it. Uh, but only after yes. a couple seconds of the ship, of the clip showing, it kind of like burns and fades out. Like, yeah. and the lights go <laughs> out. <laughs> I love the way they do it. Like, they one by one, like, yeah, the lights slowly. There, there's like, there's awesome. like a sync. There's a sync. There's a synchness of it. Of pew, yeah, and it's like the perfect horror movie style. Where, you know? Like it, it's not, it's not, <laughs> ryth- it's rhythmic, but like not consistent. Yeah, organized chaos. And I think as soon as that happened, you could hear in the crowd they knew what was coming. This they is popped. what happened yeah. when the fiend came out last time. And what do you know? The fiend comes out again. Uh, yeah. and lays, uh, so, and then Bray Wyatt lays out fucking Mick Foley with the mandible yeah, claw. He, the mandible claw, he's his old move, so, I don't know if this is like a passing of the, the torch, the move, he's now gonna use it as like a second finisher. Uh, who knows? Yeah. Who knows, maybe, like maybe, m- maybe part of the Fiend's persona is fiending on the finishers of others. Yeah. Or maybe Foley just couldn't take a bump, so who knows? Okay, no, well, I, I <laughs> well, I, I was gonna say this. This was my favorite segment of the night, uh, mainly because this is the only time that I felt someone came back to put somebody over. Yeah, Foley, everything was. And for else. so, <laughs> it, it like in the like the RVD thing made no sense. That wasn't there was no point to that. Uh, I mean, it's sort of the shit backstage. I don't think that that didn't really feel to me the Rikishi stuff, whatever. Didn't feel to me like these guys were trying to put somebody over. And you know what? Mick Foley comes in and he fucking does that. Yeah, so this was awesome. So, uh, hell yes. Um, it's a bummer that Mick Foley didn't get a chance to hold on to the 24-7 title. but Because uh, <laughs> yeah, that would have been a lot of fun yeah. to see. Him. Uh, he's still. Just for I a second. But uh, my seg of the N. S of the N, yeah. baby. <laughs> Let's move on to probably something backstage. 
Uh, no, we're on we're on the the stage. Moment of bliss. Ooh, uh, fun! We're at moment of bliss yeah. with uh, your Nikki co-host Cross. Uh, Nikki Cross. Yes, of course. So the friendship is real. It's intact. They bring out their guest, the man Becky Lynch. Uh, they just talk about the title match for a moment, and then Natty Natalia interrupts, and she says, "Becky's showing her so little respect." And Becky says, "Natty volunteered." I don't know, to help Ronda Rousey train beat her or something, so then they start fighting. And then the refs come out and separate them. So, yeah, trying to build that heat. Yeah, good good, good place Very to start, clean. too. I mean, we are only a few weeks from SummerSlam. You might not have known yeah. uh, watching <laughs> this particular program. Nikki Cross is doing this thing where she's, like, pretending to do everything Alexa Bliss does. Alexa Bliss will be, like, asking a question using her hands or, like, leaning into the question. And then and Nikki, Nikki like Cross is trying to do the exact same thing and almost <laughs> to a point where she's getting in her way. I think she's having a lot of fun. Uh, <laughs> and yeah, you know, similar to, by, by, similar to Fit Finley, but by the way, Fit Finley was not even on this reunion. Yeah, um, you know, because he's too hard at work. <laughs> yeah. Similar to Fit Finley, we love this women's division. Uh, so yeah, I'm excited for this match. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the final backstage segment, I think. Drake, he's about to escape with his wife in the limo when Truth comes up behind him, rolls him up for the three count. New champion, 10-time champion, our Truth. Uh, and then Truth jumps in the limo and escapes with Drake's wife still in there. So Renee! Oh, no! Yeah, with Renee, he's like, ha-ha! And then Renee's just like, eek! And, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, and then, uh, and, then, uh, and then Drake's like... He's like, oh, I lost it. I lost it. Yeah. I lost it. My baby. And then my baby, my and baby. My wife. And then Carmella is like, and my wife. I like yeah. that. Oh, yeah, and then Carmella just like look at him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> so now maybe some... now we have this sort of pairing, right? You know, now we have they're both trying to get each other back, you know. So maybe Carmella and <laughs> yeah. Carmella and Drake need to work together to uh yeah, to I reunite with their people. They could go many, many ways. This yeah. is gonna be the most convoluted storyline by the end of the year it could be or maybe this is some big way maybe for all we know drake maverick's wife renee is also a professional wrestler and this is somehow gonna put her <laughs> over i don't know yeah i don't know, I don't know. Yeah, we'll see we'll see you on that one. i think we go back to the ring for some action yeah we have to have one job or match why uh, though i don't know why so. like why why do you don't actually have to have, we don't have to no i don't mean it but uh Stroll man, the strong man, Braun, he just tosses around this kid and beats him real quick. Wild. I found that wild that this was happening. <laughs> I don't know. I just, for, for whatever reason. Really, maybe they're just like, all right, we need another match. I was, way too it was much. so weird. I just found it so weird. Yeah. Well, okay. At least that kid got to be on TV for I, mean, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess, that, yeah, that kid. I mean, yeah, obviously, way to go with that kid. I think we can agree being yeah. the jobber is cool. That's how James Ellsworth got a job was Maybe this guy was thinking he could be the next James Ellsworth. Yeah. But, uh, He's got to look funny, though. you got to look really weird. Um, okay, so now let's get to the end. The main event. I guess. Is it? The big toast. The big toast. So, yeah, you kind of find <laughs> out that it ends. it's like a toast to raw, which I don't quite know what that means. You know, you hold up a drink. Yeah. So, of so course, this, so I think it's like Ric Flair. the biggest legends. Ric Flair yeah. and Hulk come out. Yeah. Hulk Hogan says some brother words. Nothing important. I, I'm pretty sure, yeah, nothing that I really wanted to hear. It's like, raw reunion, brother! Uh, 
<laughs> that was pretty good. Jesus <laughs> um, Rick, uh, Rick Flair, like, what? Did, uh, does he not? Is he not allowed to have a microphone? I feel like he's not. <laughs> I feel like he's. I think just, he's just like. Yeah, they don't know what's gonna slip out. I feel he's sauced a lot of the time. He's just flat out <laughs> not allowed to uh, use a mic. I think, uh, which is the best part. But he's slap. He's slapping his shoulders. He's doing the oh, thing. Yeah, he doing that. <laughs> uh, then the rest of the roster comes out. You know, or the rest of these other. I think I read thirty-eight people come out. Um, yeah. you know, yeah, our Santino Morellas, our Godfathers, our Bischoffs, uh, our Boogeyman, <laughs> our Rikishis, our Road then, Dogs, uh, our Santino Morella. Uh, of course, Triple H is there with Shawn Michaels. Could you see the look on Triple H and Shawn Michaels' face? Is that something you observed also? I, uh, Dude, no. they were, they, uh, the look in Triple H's face was just, I could see... I could see him really thinking that AEW is going to win. It was like this look <laughs> on his face where he's thinking like, we are three fucking weeks away from SummerSlam right now, and we're doing this. It was just, he looked so, him and Shawn Michaels looked so unenthused uh, to have this like closing seg, this last like 20 minutes, be what it's going to be. I don't know. Go back and watch it. Mike, if I went back and rewatched the Mandy Rose, Sonya Deville, hey, I will. I will look at their faces. I will, I will yeah, not be looking for did. any uh, <laughs> sexual. And then, and then Sean and Hunter hold hands. Uh, <laughs> no, <laughs> well, no, no. that'd be something. That'd be something to talk about. No, no, no that uh, would be something to talk about. That's true. So after they all come out, of course, uh, the one who we were promised that glass breaks, Stone Cold Steve Austin comes marching down to uh, to the ring. Still yeah. is most consistent. I mean, like I, I, I guess it Everyone is. Will you know, pop you know when they, ha- but you know when they have all these people backstage all talking to each other, like they're all BFFs. Yeah. Like I like, you know, I mean, it sort of seems like the past couple of times Stone Cold has been on. He was on for Raw twenty five. He doesn't do that. Even today, yeah, his glass breaks and he just fucking marches on down to the ring like yeah. it was. And if you're lucky, he'll give you a beer. Like it was two thousand one. You know, <laughs> he just he just like goes straight down. Um, yeah. and then he cuts. A promo about family yeah. and you could tell this was just a just a winging it promo. He's come together. Uh, crowd starts giving him. He's the only guy that the crowd gives the what chant to in a positive way, where they want him to just. Like, it's just keep be going. yeah, I know that's more of a like, keep listing things. More of a, what what <laughs> yeah yeah. It's more like of like tequila. A, what vodka. What it's beer, more, it's what? more of like a hype man at a like a yeah. hip hop concert. <laughs> like what what I said yeah. what. <laughs> Um, yeah, and so then, uh, yeah, brotherhood, sisterhood, coolers, uh, catches the beers, come on down to the ring, people share the beers. Um, so I guess beers. this was the culmination of their union, Mike, and I know we, we come from the two different camps, but I, I'm sure, I, I bet, did you like this? I'm sure, I think you did. I mean, the stall called, it was, it was fine, it was fun, yeah. it was a good promo, but yeah, I mean, they could have done this, I don't know, another time. I actually felt but, like, uh... Finishing the show, watching them all toast to Raw, I pictured, like, imagine, imagine you're in a coma, and you just got, but you were a big wrestling fan, you just got out, and now you're like, okay, I'm going to tune back into Monday Night Raw. You you might actually think this was the last episode of Raw ever. Like, it was ending, like, the longest running episodic thing as, uh was just coming to an end, because it felt like they were just, like, closing the casket on this whole fucking program. Yeah, the one thing I didn't get was my uh, Kevin Owens Stone Cold. I wanted to see a double stunner or something. That would have been fun. Yeah, exactly. Exactly, right? Yeah. Well, and like I said, just about that Mick Foley thing, like this whole closing segment did nothing to put anybody over. Yeah. It was no, more yeah, of just, exactly what... fun, drink some beers. It was uh, more of... It was just exactly what Samoa Joe was saying. It's like, you people like nostalgia. 
you don't care about this. Like, it's it's all those, like, same kind of similar complaints, which, I mean, it felt like, ah, fuck, this felt like it was, like, 25 minutes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. I don't know. I, I hate to, I hate to be pessimistic about about things. I this know. is just how this is what 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 felt like to me as a young fan, right? Yeah, because even that double stunner would would have been sick. Yeah, it would have been a fun moment, and then Owens and Austin toast, and then boom, there's your closing. Boom, shot. there's your closing shot. Put somebody over. Yeah, and you know it, you know it's, it makes sense. He's doing the stunner now. It's like he's passed it down. And, yeah, but nope, they didn't want it. That's exactly it. That's exactly it. Well, folks, that was your Raw Reunion. Mike, I think it's about time we take a little bit of a break. Yeah, take a break. We're, come back, play some games. We're going to play some games. We're going to get some SmackDown. We got a wrestler of the week. So, folks, you guys, st- y- y'all should stick around. Let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Yeah, let's shoot. Butter, butter. Yeah. Folks, we're back. Folks, here we're we back. Are. Here we are in the second half of the show. Um, how do uh, Mike? How do how do we often kick off the second half of the show? Ah, uh, we play a little game we invented called trivia. Trivia. Woo. Trivia. Woo. <laughs> a little game we invented. Uh, <laughs> So this game, folks, what we invented is what what we do is we ask each other questions, and yeah, then the other one gives an answer to what they believe that question is. Could be uh, wrestling related, usually. I feel like it is more often than not. Actually, I feel like. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> and we invented it, so there you have it, folks. Uh, Mike, I have a couple questions for you. What do you got? Yeah, I've got uh, just two. Two regular style questions this week. Yeah, they have like multiple answers, kind of thing. Nice. I have two regular style for you, also. So, Mike, I'm gonna I'm gonna kick off, and then we'll go to you. Okay. Um, Mike, the Raw reunion last night. We saw the likes. Uh, we saw all these people getting together who may not have been friends in the past, but for some reason now they're all good. Yes. Right. Strange bedfellows. Strange fellows. You say what bedfellows? Yeah, it's a term. It's a term. Okay. They've even used it in WWE before. A strange okay. bedfellows match. Okay, that's weird. Or um, two people you don't expect to be together. Oh, Anyways. I get it. The, the term is very weird. Yeah. Yeah. Apparently. Sorry, I've I've dis- I've derailed the whole question. Derailed the whole question, but uh, the question is simple, and the question is this: in the segment which involved, uh, we had uh, Hurricane came out along with uh, Sergeant Slaughter. But we also had uh, Rob Van Dam and Kurt Angle. My question for you is, which title belt did the two of them meet up for? RVD and Kurt Angle? Correct. Um, I'm going to say the TNA championship. I, I was thinking WWE <laughs> specific. Like, I, I don't know about. I, I didn't. I didn't oh. know about that. I, I didn't. I didn't okay. think about going to TNA. Sorry, I should have clarified. Which WWE title did the two of them meet up for? Sorry. Did the two of them fight for? Okay. Uh, let's say. Let's say hardcore title. Hardcore championship is actually the correct answer. Yeah, I, was, I knew it had to be something weird because I knew it wouldn't be a big title. Um, Kurt Angle t- uh, took the belt off of RVD on an episode of Raw on September 10th, 2001. Yeah, you heard that right. 
Um, (laughs) (laughs) If only we knew. Uh, But later that night, RVD won it back. So there you have it. Yeah. And then... uh, Um, You know what? I I honestly didn't look. I honestly didn't look for TNA. I didn't... didn't, that's, no, that's I. I might not even be right about that anyway. So. But uh, but but you might be. So uh, we'll get maybe yeah. we'll, we'll get. We we clarify though. We uh, we we make these clarifications for you, the listeners. For you, the listeners, exactly. Um, uh, and that's what I got. What's next? All right, all right. So inspired by the Raw reunion as well, but in a different level. Mm-hmm. We saw some women win some non-men or non-women titles. Okay. You know what I'm trying to say here. I know what you're trying to say. So, yeah, you don't have to tell me the ones that won the 24-7 title, but um, <laughs> there have been, let's see, one, two, th- six women who have won non-women's titles in WWE. So just, if you can name them and the title they won, give me as many as you can. Six individual people. Yeah, six individual people, and that's not counting the three from Raw that won the 24-7 title. Okay, good, because I definitely don't even remember any of their okay, names. Yeah, so I, I didn't want it. So six women, <laughs> six women, any title that was not a women's title. You know what? Um, I don't know. Uh, I know that China won the Intercontinental Championship once Bing. or twice, maybe. Uh, she did win it twice, but I'm just I'm, mm-hmm. I'm going for a number of people. So either way, you got that one. Um, ugh, fuck, dude. I think that's the only one I really know. I'm going to say maybe... Uh, I'm gonna say maybe Lita has something tag related. Maybe <laughs> no, no, no. Um, yeah, that's all I got. All right, yeah. So China won the Intercontinental. Jacqueline won the Cruiserweight title. Okay, I don't know if you know Jacqueline? No, I never heard of her. Um, and then the Hardcore title was the one where the rest. So you got um, Molly Holly, Trish Stratus, Terry Runnels, and Godfather's Ho. Won the one of Godfather's ho, just Cynthia Lynch, just a ho. <laughs> she was on her character was just simply known as a ho, and she only had it for a couple of seconds. But, oh, okay, yeah, way so to go, I, ho. <laughs> <laughs> most of those are pretty tough, but you got the big one. You got the China. That was the most. Important. Yeah, I knew that. I knew. I knew that one. I was pretty yeah, confident. That's the with. most significant. Like that's you know the cruiserweight uh, Jacqueline beat Chavo Guerrero, which he was kind of like a comedy act at that time. And, right. But and the hardcore is the hard. It's basically the twenty four seven title. So, anyways. There we have it. There you go. There we have it. Um, Mike, next question for you. Next question for you is coming up here. Um, you know, we're on this Raw reunion. We're seeing all these old, these old fucking people. Uh, <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so when DX came out, uh, Kevin Nash and Scott Hall are, are the only two who were, aren't wearing DX. I guess they're not officially DX people, right? So they, they, they're not allowed to wear the T-shirt. <laughs> right, yeah. so they just kind of come out in their NWO shirt. You know, those two dudes are uh, those two dudes are known for being together all the time. That Kevin yeah. Nash and that uh, and that Scott Hall, uh, they won uh, nine tag team champion, or they won sorry six tag team champions in WCW together. Um, yeah. But Kevin Nash uh, won has won tag belts with other people. Yes. Who are those other people? <laughs> okay, I know one for sure. Okay. And I'm I'm uh, I'm assuming that by Kevin Nash it's not just Kevin Nash. Yeah, right? every, all Diesel. all the people that encompasses <laughs> Yeah, so okay. Him. So the one was Diesel and Shawn Michaels. I know that one for sure. Uh yes. Um uh, So how many people did he win the tag titles with? 
and this is also kind of cross this is also cross company so yeah, yeah if you but but I, yeah wcw yeah tna if you can name that one because uh, he does have a bunch he has a bunch of tag belts under his belt uh okay. and a couple different champs so whoever you can name so you had so you had diesel Shawn michaels yeah, yeah that one's the easy one uh and scott hall we already know uh mm-hmm. trying to think now like the wolf pack era um did he win it with lex luger no lex no lex sting he won with sting wcw okay okay Tight i knew champ. he'd win with someone in the wolf pack uh did he ever win with hogan no okay um I guess, yeah, I guess at this point I'll probably just be throwing out names. <laughs> I mean, they're all educated guesses. Yeah, you've got how, you, why don't you've you tell got, me how got, many you've are got left two of there there's two more that two you more. could potentially get, yeah. Or that uh, like that are out there. Yeah. I think he said something about TNA. I don't think I'll get that one. Mm. Uh, I don't know. You can tell me the rest. Uh well yeah, so Scott Hall, he's won with the most. He has he has yeah. uh seven total tag championships cross brand with Scott Hall. Okay. Uh, two with Shawn Michaels, two with DDP. He's won the WCW uh, World Tag Championship twice yeah. with DDP. Uh, the one time with Sting, of course, and he's also a one-time TNA Tag Champ with none other than Eric Young. Oh, okay. It's kind of fun. Uh, so there you have it, Kevin Nash. All right. Yeah. And he was, was stoned uh... as shit. <laughs> when you when you go back and watch that and <laughs> for for Triple H's displeasure, look to see how yeah. stoned Kevin Nash is. Oh yeah, no, Kevin Nash. He's one of my favorite. He's got like so hundreds of shoot interviews on YouTube, and yeah, he just doesn't give a fuck. Doesn't give a fuck so anymore. Just, there was one that was so awful. He's literally just eating ravioli like at a table. Like, <laughs> <laughs> it's, just, it's just so bad. Like just because he's just. Every time, the whole time he's talking. <laughs> his, his jaw is just slapping. <laughs> <laughs> he's just like wasted blum, blum, blum. eating this big plate of ravioli just talking wrestling. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Anyways, I got one more question for you. Shoot, brother. More about women doing things that they shouldn't or couldn't or <laughs> now they will. <laughs> but now they will. Yeah. So this one, I think you'll you can get at least one or two as well. Mm-hmm. There's four correct answers. How many women... Have entered the men's Royal Rumble. There's four of them. There's four total. Yeah. Um. Okay. So Nia Nia Jax. Yeah. Uh. That happened last year or that was, uh, earlier this, this year. year. Yeah, 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 yeah. 2019. Um. So there's that. Uh. I'm gonna say. Also, China. Yes. Because I feel China. like uh, she was there. Yeah, she was in it um, twice, actually. Ooh. I think the only um, double. Uh, that's cool. Um, okay, now I need to think of... Because it's not going to be a, like a small woman. It's not going to be like a Brie Bella type who's just going to get literally slapped yeah. around by a man. It's going to be someone who's <laughs> larger, physically speaking. Yeah. Um, mm. And I feel like there aren't any other like Nia Jax types in that history. But um, who's like just fucking strong? China was strong. Who's just fucking like? Oh shit! You know who's strong? Fucking uh, um. Oh my god! I know her name. I know her name. She likes Natalia. <laughs> her Natalia. Uh, Beth Phoenix. Beth Phoenix. That's right. That's one of them. Yeah. So you're, you. Woo! Got, you got three out of four. China, Beth. Uh, oh my god! And that was um. Yeah. Uh, and then I think I think that's it because I really I and yeah. but I know whoever you're gonna say I bet it's someone I maybe never heard of but it's, it's definitely not. 
It's definitely not going to be like an Alexa Bliss sized woman. No, it's not going to be one that you'll be like, ah. Okay, who is it? So I'll just tell you. It was, um, her name is Karma. You know her now as Awesome Kong. No shit. Yeah, it was actually her one and only match in WWE. She was in the the 2012 Royal Rumble. No shit. Oh, that's uh, so cool. Yeah. So she was actually she was like she signed with WWE, and then like right after she found out she was pregnant, so she was off for like a year, and then she showed up in the Rumble, and then she never did anything after. Really? So she had like a two year career. She was in two WWE video games and only wrestled one match. Huh. In- interesting. Kind of fact. Yeah. So there you go, though. He did good. He got three out of four on that one. That's all my trivia for the week. And that's trivia for the week. That's trivia for the week. Uh, good stuff there. Some yeah, competitive. You know, we, we always bring something, you know. Competitive questions. To the table. Yeah. Sometimes they're very specific. Sometimes they're very broad. But we cover everything here. We cover everything at least. Uh, okay. Okay. Let's move on over to SmackDown. Because it's time for us to down that smack. Yeah, baby. Down that smack, baby. You know, we're not going too far from Florida. We're still, we're still in Florida, baby. Don't worry. And, of course, yeah. SummerSlam is coming up. We can get past all this Raw reunion stuff. You know, let's build towards the biggest party of the summer. Who's Kofi Kingston's um, challenger going to be? We don't know. But apparently he's going to fucking choose. That's what, that's what I'm being told. Uh, yeah, he's, you know, you know, he's beat everyone. He's, he's earned that right, I think. You know, and we do have championship matches coming up that we do we need to start building for. So let's just get right at it, right? Of course, uh, we have, you know, SmackDown opens up. I think we're Corey Graves less. So we have Xavier yeah. Woods and Big E coming in. Um, uh, At first, I thought they were just there for Matt, but they stayed like the whole they night. They stayed the whole night. It was great. It was great. Uh, Xavier yeah, was Woods fun. always calls Tom Phillips Thomas. And um, <laughs> we heard that uh, Co- uh, And who else is there? Um, Otunga's there instead of yeah. Coachman because uh, some family stuff or whatever. But Shane McMahon. Yeah, instead of Byron. Shane McMahon. Oh, sorry, Byron. That's what I meant. Um, yeah. Shane McMahon opens up the show uh, to his normal chorus of booze. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, because he wants to just say, you know, he wants to tell Kevin Owens, you know, you're 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 jumping on Instagram and shit, and challenging <laughs> me and stuff for a match, which I didn't know he did. So apparently, apparently, Kevin Owens challenged Shane McMahon to a match on um, yeah. on Twitter or Instagram or something. So uh, the, the Shane McMahon comes out to accept the challenge. If KO loses, he quits the uh, he quit WWE, which is something he did in Toronto last time. Yeah, so there's your step. We were there. I mean, it's hardly a step. It's like a one-sided. I I mean, we assume he's going to win. One-sided assumption. Yeah, it's hardly a step. (laughs) But they do. I mean, people have lost and come back anyways. It doesn't really matter. Oh, of course. Well, let's hope Kevin Owens does not get that L. I know. That'd be fucking (coughs) Shane. I just want to see you fall off something big. Uh, but what he does, <laughs> yeah, I just want to watch him fall and, and die in real life. Uh, but what he does announce is that the match that we're getting with Kevin Owens tonight, after a little back and forth, uh, we're going to get Kevin Owens, Roman Reigns. Um, yeah, you know, the segment, seg- and, that's, and that's kind of it. You know, that's, that's our match we're going to get. Segment ran a little bit long. Uh, but, you know, let's top, you know, two top faces going at each other. And uh, that's a pretty high profile main event. Yeah, usually they don't. I guess that's kind of Shane's heel move, putting the two good guys against each other. They don't normally do that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, there's your main event. Yeah, here's our main event. Um, and uh, more on that later. I think next coming up, we have a non title match. Yeah, we get Shitsuke Nakamura versus Apollo Crews. Uh, wasn't it bad? It was a good little match here. Apollo got some good offense in, but yeah, there uh, there was a poorly timed commercial break that I remember. Like the first half of the match, I felt dragged, and then as soon as that commercial yeah. came back, it was just kind of like you no know, boom, boom, boom. Would you have preferred a two out of three falls match? I don't know. 
<laughs> See, I think I feel like this week they abandoned that. We didn't get any stupid. They just went back to regular commercials. Oh yeah, I haven't heard the word wild card rule in a month. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, no, there was second, no elimination. Yeah. There was no two out of threes. There was, you know, and so second half, second half of this match was uh, a little bit better for me. Um, I think Apollo yeah. Cruz hits the uh, angle slam at one point. Um, yeah. Shinsuke, Shinsuke has this new suplex off the rope kind of thing where the opponent's like stuck in the rope and he slides underneath you and uh, gives you a German from there. I think that's I think that's yeah, a, I think that's a pretty, pretty cool, cool little thing. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, he so, uh, he misses a moonsault on Nakamura. I think um, and then we kind of get a double Kinshasa for the win. Yeah. So there you go and. Then afterwards, Shinsuke just continues to beat on him like a heel. Yeah, why? Why does Shinsuke Nakamura have to be a heel? Like after this long, don't you think it's you know like we could have brought him back, <laughs> ta- yeah, given I him mean, his old theme song? Who's he gonna? F- I don't know. Who's he gonna fight at SummerSlam? Alistair Black. Let him in. Yeah, let him in. Or <laughs> or come in or knock knock <laughs> knock in. on the door. Pick I don't know. I don't know fight. what these people are saying anymore. With me, pick up. Uh, <laughs> Uh, backstage, here we go. Mandy and Sonya. Mm-hmm. Everyone's been waiting for this. Um, I guess uh, we've been waiting for this. Okay, this was <laughs> this was one of the more confusing things I've just heard. Okay. So, okay, you heard it too. So, so, so Sonya Deville sitting there, Manny Rose comes up to her, he's like, I just talked to Shane. Oh, wait, before that, she covers her eyes and does the old guess who? Okay, oh my god, no, the we're not covering, we're do. not covering no, that. No, we have Michael! to, come on. <laughs> who does that, though? Who does the guess who? I'm who sure a that? lot of f- friends do that to each other. No, <laughs> only if they want to suck it. <laughs> oh, um, so anyway. Sony Deville sitting was... down. I'm, I'm looking at this from a purely obje- uh, objective okay. point of you view. You give your side, you give your I'll side. G- I'll give my side all goddamn day, Mike. You. Guess who? <laughs> Guess who? So she was smelling Mandy? her fingers. She's like, I can smell your fingers. I know who it is. Why? That's what ah! Why is that what you're focused on right now? Not the, not the, not the, not the weird shit they're saying, Mike. The botch. The botch. So, the so, 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 Sonya Deville comes, or Mandy Bros comes up and tells Sonya, I talked to Shane McMahon, and I got us a a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship match next week. And if we win that, we does we get a WWE Women's Tag Team Championship opportunity. Yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so kind of, I I think yeah they fucked up. So they get a non-title match, and if they win that, they get the title match. Or may or maybe they get the title match, and then if they win it. <laughs> Then it's like a two out of three falls title match. <laughs> um, but, either uh, way, I guess we're we're throwing. Uh, are they fire and desire? Is that what we're calling them still? Yeah. Yeah. And there was some desire. Oh Sonya was very God. happy about this news. Well, yeah. No, they, she was happy. They get a she title shot. Of course they're. Uh, yeah. Course they're and sure. then they put their arms around each other's shoulders. They hug and then they do the slide and rub down the back and then they looked into each other's eyes, <laughs> down at the lips and back up to the eyes again. I'm telling you. I'm gonna go back and watch that other thing. <laughs> but this. Yeah, but see, but look, now you're gonna go back. And, and we all done it. You look down at the lips. You look back at the eyes. We all know what they're teasing. The kiss is the long-term not. goal, and it's gonna happen. Anyway, folks, to, folks, the shoot meter is off the charts right now. <laughs> this is There's... this is Moxley times a thousand. <laughs> That's what's happening right now. Yeah. 
But okay. no, this is at least I get something week to week. They feed me something to yeah. keep this going. So keep it something. So uh, we're going to get yeah. that match. Uh, <laughs> hopefully we can make that happen. And then Kabuki Warriors kind of on top. And uh, who knows? We are only a few weeks away from SummerSlam. Yeah, maybe Triple Threat. Uh, Either way, I want to see those titles. Uh, you want to see something, that's for sure. Next up, we have a very special episode of Miz TV. Yeah, um, because uh, Miss TV is going to, uh, you know, this the this guest star Miss TV this week will be none other than Shawn Michaels, who stuck around in Florida for another fucking day. <laughs> yeah, well, he's, he works at NXT, so he doesn't mind. Yeah, so he comes out and yeah. is, uh, so if we're talking uh, Shawn Michaels ring gear, very similar to uh, the, the ring gear last night, where, like, he's ready to take a bump or give one. Yeah. No, but yeah. he's not. He's not wrestling a match. He has the NXT hat on. His no, his eyes. He's, uh, he's the Miz's co-star in the Marine. In the Marine Six, game. which uh, we need to watch one of these days. <laughs> one of these. I think maybe that would, maybe that would be like a fun thing for us to do over SummerSlam weekend. You know, like we're looking for something else to do in between the shows. Yeah, just yeah, we could. I've seen some of the WWE fun. movies. Like the production is good and everything. It's just. <laughs> it's just yeah. probably bad. Just probably so bad. It's like a C movie, a C movie action. Movie. It's just probably bad. So of course, uh, HBK comes out, huge reaction. Um, oh, yeah. You know, he's he's stoked to be there. He's you know he was stoked on the Raw reunion. Um, but Miz asked him about you know that taking away time from younger superstars. Uh, you know, he's like. I, I was that guy, too. When I was young, watching these old people come in, you're thinking to yourself, like, what the fuck are you doing? But uh, eventually, you know, you just end up having a lot of fun. Yeah. But who comes yeah. out none other than the, the the roaming man of SmackDown Live <laughs> these days with no real direction? He's the real drifter, if we think about it. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler yeah. comes out to interrupt um, uh, because he was like, dude, if I was ever one of those happy-to-be-there guys... I, like, shoot me in the fucking head, which makes a lot of sense. Like, an athlete's life after they retire can't be that good. You don't get to do yeah, the I thing mean, that... some of them just disappear, some hang around. And... Even, like, a hockey player, right? Imagine doing the thing that you love for, like, 15 years, and then you can't do it anymore. Like, that would yeah. suck. Uh, but anyways, um, you know, uh, and then they start clapping back about making, you know, yeah. second, uh, you know secondhand Shawn Michaels... Yeah, Ziggler said, the, you're embarrassing as Goldberg in the ring. That was a big that line. That was a big line. Good point. <laughs> and then, yeah, he said, last November when you came back in the ring, it broke his heart. No one has the guts to say it to you, but you were embarrassing. He was. Yeah, and HBK acknowledges. He says, you know what? I admit it. It was embarrassing. I was embarrassed. But what's more embarrassing is you working your whole career to become a second-rate Shawn Michaels wannabe or whatever. So there was that. And then Dolph's like, there's only one second-rate Shawn Michaels out here, and I'm looking at him. I'm looking right at so him. This was, these, these two are, these point, two are about hyped. to get into it. Someone's, yeah, I was like, are we going to see Shawn Michaels at SummerSlam? I was, someone's, I was and, and, I'm, and as this was building, someone's getting super kicked. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Someone. <laughs> who's going to drop the hammer? I think what happens is like a... Uh, I think Liz like Dolph's yeah. like do something already. He's sick of hearing all the complaints. Yeah, so I think like um Dolph Ziggler goes to hit the Miz or but hits Shawn yeah, Michaels goes instead. Goes after Michaels, Michaels ducks. Hits the Miz, Miz instead. Yeah. And then Shawn checks on Miz and Dolph Ziggler hits him with a super kick and then runs off. Yeah, I really like this segment. Yeah, this was a great this was a great segment just like that. Just like that Mick Foley thing from the night before where if you're going to bring dudes back, have them put something over in some kind of way. You know, even if this even if this is just getting fucking Dolph Ziggler and the Miz to have a match, then it served a purpose. Yeah. 
It did. Yeah. I mean, they gave me a sliver of hope that I could see Shawn Michaels, but I don't know if they're going to do that. But Shawn Michaels versus Dolph Ziggler at SummerSlam, I'm all over it. Redemption, have your final retirement match. It can be good. Oh, but they imagine that. <laughs> oh, my Lord. If we don't get Undertaker, at least give us a Shawn Michaels. Oh, my Lord. That'd be a lot of fun. Um, And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Let's add to these things instead of, you know, just kind of putting themselves over for their own sake. Yeah. What's coming up next, Mike? Uh, we get our only women's match of the show, Ember Moon versus Charlotte. And then during the match, Bailey comes out and distracts Charlotte. So Ember rolls her up and gets the win in under a minute. Woo! So big upset for sure. Uh, Ember Moon. Good momentum leading to, into SummerSlam, even though it's a little, a little uh, bot or yeah, tainted win. But Ember and Bailey, they're celebrating and taunting Charlotte. And then out of nowhere, Ember throws Bailey into the ring for Charlotte to beat up. And then Ember hits an eclipse on both of them and stands tall. So she's making a statement here. It's a good, it's a, it's a good, it's a good looking move right now. And uh, oh, yeah. you know, Ember Moon's being best. built up the way she should be. She's, uh, you know, she's relentless. She's going to do what it is, uh, you know, or what it takes to win. So um, yeah, no, I'd love to see her capture the title in Toronto, Ember Moon. That'd be great. And it's weird, it's weird seeing Charlotte Flair in this role because I don't think we've ever seen her kind of in this role. She's always hovering around that main event scene, whatever it might be. But uh. Yeah, you know, I think there's still a chance they weasel her in and oh, make her triple threat. Well, of or course, of course, right? Well, I mean, because <laughs> it's Charlotte. Yeah, but at the same time, it's one of those things like you put Charlotte Flair in a match, it's gonna be a good match. Oh yeah. It's so gonna be a good uh, match you know, regardless. we're we're back to uh, this WrestleMania 35 thing again because. Uh, <laughs> and uh, you Which know, it's a good show. And I'm uh, I'm Team Charlotte. You know what I'm saying? Like I think she's great. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I wouldn't be opposed putting her in, into a match like that. Yeah, just don't let her win. Just don't let her win. <laughs> um, next up, I think we're going to get Kofi Kingston announcing yes. uh, who he wants to challenge for. So he gets a kind of open challenge for SummerSlam. He's going to challenge somebody, and it's up to them to accept. Um, he takes very little time to call who he wants to face at SummerSlam. None other than the fucking Rand Man, Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Orton. And guess uh, who answers the call? That's right. The Viper <laughs> comes coming down. I hate that theme song, but I'm going to be stoked to hear it. Right. Um, Kingston remembers a day on uh, in 2009 when you know he yeah. brings up this footage of ago. him taking out uh, Randy Orton. Um, Randy Orton's point, though, he was like, yo, I injured Mustafa Ali, and then you replaced Mustafa Ali in the Elimination Chamber. So, like, yeah. you know? But they did, they were going into the history and kind of addressing, like, what Randy was saying was kind of always the internet rumors for years that Orton actually did use his influence to kind of hold Kofi back, because there was that famous botch, and he called him stupid a bunch of times. And oh, there was a famous, I didn't know there was a famous botch. Yeah, like, Kofi messed up the finish, or he was going, then Orton's just like, stupid, stupid, just yells at him, and apparently he blew a gasket backstage. Mm. So that's all, and they kind of... Randy Orton getting mad backstage? That does not sound like something that happens. <laughs> Yeah, so, but, um, yeah, Orton says he did use his influence to hold him down, but now he's gotten through the barrier, and you know what? Uh, you're not ready. That title's a fluke. So there's your match. That's your SummerSlam match. Yeah, this and great great way to build it up, too. Yeah, you know? yeah they got history, two great wrestlers. Uh -huh. and now, we have a couple, now we have a couple weeks to go somewhere with it. You know, this was a change of pace from normal, typical how to build a story. This wasn't this this isn't two best friends who break up. This wasn't, you know, the powers that be holding other people back. This was just one guy saying, "Hey, I want to take you on." Yeah. What if what a fresh what guys. a fresh way to uh to build to build something. 
Yeah, I think we go straight into this, though, into a non-title match. I think while Randy Orton's leaving, Samoa Joe comes down, uh, fired up, looking to just kind of, like, take him out. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so they have a decent little match, but then Orton comes down to the ring and tries to hit the arcade. I think think he's sitting ringside the whole time. Is he? Okay. And (laughs) and for folks at home, Randy Orton's wearing just his norm. He's wearing his gear plus the the sleeveless sweatshirt. Um, he sweater vest. He he's he's got to have. Like, he a big literally never wears around. anything else. It's amazing. He loves that thing. Like I, they probably could tell him, like Randy, don't wear that next week. He's like, fuck you. Well, yeah. Here's the thing. Next. Like every yeah, everyone has that backup. <laughs> I mean, like if, unless you wear pants, if you wear wrestling pants, yeah. you just sort of put a t-shirt on and that's fine. But I feel like you know, yeah, Hunter has his alternate dress. Yeah, you know, or jean vest Bro- over Brock will sh- Brock will show up with the track pants instead of the shorts. You know, like everyone. Yeah. Even AJ wears jeans sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> John Cena is one of the only ones. He's always in his gear. Yeah, his he, he's he's always one shorts. hat and t-shirt away from being <laughs> yeah. ready to go. Um, and then yeah, so then we get a couple. I think we get an RKO on Joe. Uh, Trouble in Paradise on uh, Randy. Um, yeah. Kingston standing tall to end the segment. Um, and there we have it. Yeah, there's your uh, one of your big title matches. Big title matches. What's coming up next, Mike? All right, one of the other big matches I'm looking forward to at SummerSlam. I guess now we know it's official. Finn Balor comes down to the ring for an interview with Kayla Braxton, and they talk about Bray Wyatt. Uh, <laughs> sorry, I just heard the dog doing something. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they talk about Bray Wyatt. Finn doesn't know how Bray's mind works, his whole new fiend persona. He can't explain any of it, but he's not afraid. He's not going to back down. So he challenges him to a match at SummerSlam. Uh, and then the Firefly Funhouse pops up on the screen. So it's back to good guy, gentle Bray for now. And he says uh, him and the Funhouse are big fans of Finn, but the Fiend isn't. So the Fiend is officially accepting his challenge for a match at SummerSlam. And then we get a quick little pop-up on the screen of the Fiend. So you and I are going to see the first ever match of the Fiend. That's so exciting. We're going to hear whatever the entrance music is, whether yeah. it's Bray's, <laughs> whether it's Bray's old music or uh, he's got to have something new. Whatever it might be, right? We're gonna hear it. I think um, well, they play something when he shows up, right? Like a little like like screeching horror. Yeah, and then kind of like ha 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 in the back. Yeah. But uh, you know, maybe kind of like Lars Sullivan, that kind of thing. Uh, we don't talk about him. Uh, yeah, you know, AC buried him. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they both been gone. AC buried himself. I was about to say, where's he been? <laughs> <laughs> they both, he, he gave away all his dirt in one go. Uh, he shot his wad. But uh, the fiend and the the fin, the fiend and the fin. That'll be. Uh, so, and do we think that there's a demon chance at all? Because it's it's. I don't think. So. It seems weird that Finn will talk about like a creepy guy, but not even talk about his own creepy guy. Yeah. I think you save you save the demon versus the fiend. We're saving that match. Well, you know what? Yeah. I mean, fucking, you know, and now that Alistair Black is thrown into this equation, we have th- we have guys we have th- we got we, got we have really three creepy dudes <laughs> who are all potential to be like huge and who are incredible in ring performers. You know, I mean, yeah. you know, I've always thought that Finn has just never gotten like a real chance, and have you ever... in the time that I've seen his main roster stuff. Yeah. Yes. I mean, other than yeah, you saw the one match with Brock Lesnar, and you're like, wow. That was that was the really. only good. I think that's like the only good Finn, uh, you know, or at least the, the one that stands yeah. up at the top in terms of him on main roster WWE. Yeah, like a great match. We're like, wow. I've seen a couple in NXT that I like. Uh-huh. See a couple in Japan that I really liked, and but haven't yeah. seen that. It's a similar similar situation with Nakamura. Like he he blew the doors down in his first NXT match, and then the main roster they kind of fizzled for a bit. And, had some good matches with AJ and then went back down to nothing. Thanks, Vince. 
<laughs> um, okay, so we have, I think it's, let's just get to our main event time. So, um, it's main event time. We know we're getting Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens. Earlier on the show, we got the word that, uh, Drew, uh, McIntyre is going to be the special guest referee. We have Shane O'Mac as special guest ring announcer, which I didn't know you needed. And then we also have, uh... Elias as special guest timekeeper so yeah. not really too sure what two of those three people are going to do um, <laughs> well, yeah, but don't worry you know because we, uh... Lil Nate is out, is out there <laughs> he's, Lil Nate, he was yeah. out there the whole time also he's still I wonder how old he is he's been in the business a long time um, I wonder not very not, you yeah. know. I watched a Anyways. workout video of his the other day it's like, oh, really? yeah it's, it's his uh, his his workout, you know, he was his. He, Does he call himself Lil Nate? He's like, hey, I'm Lil Nate. Yeah, or uh, yeah, Seamus introduced him as that, and then uh, oh, it was yeah. them going through his workout. It's pretty good, pretty good. A lot of cardio. I saw Seamus had a haircut. A lot of cardio. Like the, Anyways, yeah. Uh, so we have Seamus this main like event. We <laughs> we have this main event: Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens, um, and yeah. Before the match even gets started, uh. You know, McMahon is doing dumb McMahon shit. You know, I think Owens yeah. and Roman Reigns chase him into the ring. McIntyre and Elias attack uh, our two faces. Or we end up getting kind of like a three-on-one somehow. Yeah, everything falls. No apart. match actually happens. <laughs> Shane O'Mac goes right into the barricade. McIntyre gets dropped with a super kick. Uh, we get the stunner on Elias. And then I think we get back-to-back stunners on, uh, on Shane McMahon. Yeah, and he did it. He... Didn't botch it this week. He sold it well. We get a Superman punch. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, we knew this match was never even going to happen. <laughs> I think we kind of yeah. knew and, uh, it. There was, yeah, it there, really there was a strong anyways. chance this match was never going to happen in the first place. <laughs> not maybe, you know, maybe not the strongest way to close SmackDown. Um, but, uh, but yes, I guess if nothing else, we're getting KO and Shane McMahon uh, at SummerSlam. Yeah. Yeah. Uh... Yeah, so we've gotten through. The reunion week's over. And now I think the next two weeks, two and a half, whatever, they're just going to build everything. We still got to fill in like half the card for SummerSlam. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, we need uh, that women's tag title match, maybe some SmackDown tag titles, the Intercontinental, the U.S. Who even is the U.S. champion? I don't know. AJ Styles. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. See? Him and Ricochet. Yeah, Ricochet wasn't there this week. I forgot. Ricochet wasn't Apparently, there this week. Yeah, he was. Apparently, Ricochet was supposed to be in Rollins' position and have the DX rub or whatever. Oh, really? But yeah, I don't know. Huh. So yeah, I forgot about Ricochet. That'll be a fun match to see at SummerSlam. That will be fun. Yeah. Um, other than that, there's one little thing this weekend: the Smackville. Did you hear about that? I they I heard him mention it, but what is it? Yeah, it's pretty much it. So it's remember they've done it once or twice recently, like those little one hour network specials, like the halftime heat shit, like that. oh, it's like, like a glorified yeah. house, so it's like, glorified house show. Yeah, yeah, it is. Yeah, so three matches, no one, no title is going to change. Kofi Kingston versus Samoa Joe versus Dolph Ziggler for the WWE title, Nakamura versus Balor for the Intercontinental title, and then Bailey Bliss Charlotte for the the women's title. Cool, but yeah, nothing's going to happen. But just cool. want to let the people know. Just want to let people know, folks, out there on the network, if you have nothing else to watch. Um, what else is out there on the network? Uh, let's quickly go yeah. over just what happened in NXT this week as it relates to SummerSlam, because, Take of over. course, uh, we, uh, yeah, as, oh, sorry, wow, as it relates to TakeOver. Take Moose. Have you seen the logo with the moose antlers? I did. Looks pretty cool. Yeah. <laughs> Might have to buy the shirt. Um, oh, yeah. There'll be, a, there'll be personalized shirts there oh, with the whole card on I the back. I'm going to have to buy something. Oh, yeah. What do you hey, think? Hey, if hey, I hey. ordered from Pro Wrestling Tees, do you think it would come in time? Uh, I mean, like you, three weeks. You think? Yeah, that's, I think I still have the option of paying. You can get it like next day if you're paying the money that's for shipping. A good point. Maybe I just maybe to. I just pay for the money. 
There's a couple of cool yeah. shirts on that pro wrestling tees. Anyways, oh, yeah, so as it pertains to us, um, what happened on NXT this week that I caught, and I always, I, I, I never kind of watched the full show. I kind of watched uh, YouTube does a great way of condensing promos and sort of some yeah. in-ring action to make it happen. So what we are getting is, uh, so Velveteen, Velveteen Dream hits the ring to talk about his little scuffles with Rod, Roddy Strong when it comes to the North American Championship. Um, uh, but who comes down to the ring? Uh, Pete Dunne comes to, uh, comes to cut a little promo uh, that's going back and forth between those two guys. But what we do get announced is that we are getting Velveteen Dream, Pete Dunne, and Roddy Strong for yeah. the North American Championship. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> Holy shit. Hell of a match. And you know what it was? I knew, and you know, this whole time we've been so excited. I've been so fucking excited to go to NXT. And I've just forgotten that Velveteen, like, I just forgot that Velveteen Dream is part of why of why that's see, yeah. exciting. All these guys that we've never gotten to see For before, me. Um, and yes. I've never seen these guys. So that's yeah, amazing. Pete Dunne, fucking Roddy Strong. It's going to be fucking hell of a match. Um, uh, it's going to be a hell of a match. Uh, in some women's action, we did have uh, Bianca Belair getting a win, and uh, Io Shirai or Shirari gets the win over uh, Casey Cadenzaro. Uh, but she gets yeah, she wins heel, by DQ. Io now, Io's all heel now. Io heel. Uh, uh, but at the end of that little segment, I didn't catch the whole match. But Candice LeRae comes out to uh, defend Casey. So um, yeah. so there we have it. We still don't know. Still don't know who Shayna's challenger is going to be. We still for... don't. We still don't quite know. I don't think Shayna was on last week's or this past week's. Uh... Yeah, they can't. Yeah, it's only a one-hour show, yeah. so they they do it that way. But um, um but yeah, let's get to let's get to uh, the main event of what's happening or the real the real news of what's happening uh, at Takeover. So the main event will is Adam Cole, Johnny Gargano in another two out of three falls match. But this week. Those two guys got to choose the stipulations for the first two round for the first two falls. Yeah. Okay. And so it's uh... and then they get to pick the first two falls. If we get to a tie, William Regal will pick the third step. Yeah. So Johnny Gargano picks. Um, he wants his stipulation to be a street fight. Uh, but um, John. Uh, but sorry, but Adam Cole just wants a straight out singles wrestling match, which. Yeah. I was a bit disappointed in, to be honest. Big heel move. Big, Big heel, heel move. move but I was kind of hoping think, it would be like tables. <laughs> yeah, I think they'll save. I think they'll have to go to a third fall and then Regal be like, ladder match. <laughs> that's we'll I, that was that's my ideal fucking thing. <laughs> yeah. And then they Cause somehow because you can't they somehow yeah, get yeah. it out on the on the wire somehow. You know they I make think, that happen. That's, yeah, because you can't hide a cage. You can't. But the ladder, all you need is the thing to dangle down. The ladders are already under the ring. Pop the crowd. You bring out the ladder, everyone's going to pop. That'd be a everyone's huge pop. pop. Oh, my Lord. Because, I mean, yeah, you've already done the street fight, so you can't just have the third fall and be like, okay, last man standing. Yeah, that would, that would, be, a, that would be a little bit lame. Yeah, it would, like, you know. Yeah. Or what if Regal's like, we're going to have another singles match? Okay, here's a question. Here's, <laughs> wow. here's a question. So th they're doing a street fight. There's chairs. There's yeah. tables. There's, like, garbage can out. But then if after that first fall, when they hit that second fall, if you hit somebody with a chair, is that a DQ and then a win for the other person? Or is that just like a no contest? I feel like normally it would... What do you? Th if it's a DQ, then you win. You win by DQ and you get that fall. And then you would get the fall. Okay, okay. Yeah. I mean, but it would probably make more sense if they book the regular singles match first and then go street fight. And then if they... So they don't have to worry about all the wreckage and... I don't know. Ah, whoever the hell knows. Either way. 
We know the first two falls. We're both hoping for that ladder match for the third fall. Hoping for it, baby. Um, and uh, so that's, yeah, that's all the action as it kind of pertains to us. But we also yeah. do know is, though, that we are getting our tag team championship match is going to be the Street Profits taking on the Undisputed Era. So, yeah, so we have we have a chance for the whole Undisputed Era to be dripping that. in gold. We have, all, we in have gold. all four of them going for it. You know, Kyle Riley, yeah, Bobby so Fish. we got a chance. Roddy, Pete Dunn, this is this is shaping up to be one hell of an event. And uh, who even knows yeah. what they're going to tape before? Are we going to go to check out the early taping? Yeah, oh well, yeah, of course. Yeah, of course. Okay. That's part of the package. I'm just, I'm just making sure, you know. I, I wasn't sure, oh, you know. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. No, yeah. So they, it's only like a... It's only like a 45 minute before the show. You get to see an extra. We'll probably see like Io Shirai there. That'd be a lot or, of fun. Uh, Bianca or whoever doesn't make the. Hopefully Matt Riddle gets on the card. You guys see Matt Riddle. You want to see Matt Riddle somehow, you know. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And we'll see. So, well, there uh, we have it. So both of those cards for both the events are shaping up to be quite pleasant. Looking pretty good, man. Looking pretty good. Quite pleasant. Mike, yeah. um, we have time for two more things left here on the podcast, I think. You know what? We actually just blew right past it because we were so stoked on a lot of this AEW <laughs> stuff <laughs> and New Japan. But, of course, we have the most prestigious title in Shoot Brothers Podcast. Ting uh, is, of course, the Tweet of the Week. Um, of course, the Tweet of the Week title. It's the Tweet of the Week. It's the Tweet of the Week. Uh, which, get, which is getting clapped back and forth. Um uh, th but this, um, Mike, this is a huge moment in Tweet of the Week title history because oh, I am announcing for the first time ever, or they, or it has been won. Sorry, I don't announce. I don't write this shit. This shit just happens. <laughs> this shit you just, deliver it. This shit just, I just, I, I, this shit just happens, and I'm a facilitator, folks. We have our first yeah. ever tag team Tweet of the Week champions. Oh boy. Uh, oh boy. Now this doesn't mean that they both put out. That both of these champions had equally as good tweets. No, it's the it, it's the tweet string between them, which <laughs> is so incredibly uh, which is so incredibly fun. And uh, our tweet of the week co tag team champions is the Ran Man and Will Osprey, um, who were talking to each other on Twitter this past week. Um, let, let me uh, let me let me pull it up here. Let me pull it up here. Uh, Will Osprey just just it just kind of tweets out. Like I like my job, that's real cool. You know, make do something that makes you smile every single day. Randy Orton says, "Good luck with that shit." <laughs> um, oh, and then uh, uh, Randy Orton claps back and saying, "Good luck with that shit." WWE is all about putting smiles on people's faces. Will Osprey says. Um, uh, uh, hope you ha hope you're happy where you are. I'm happy where I am. Unfortunately, I'm here for the long haul. Where Randy Orton comes back and says, "Sounds like dollar signs to me." I'll ask Tuesday at SmackDown Live since I'm not on the Raw reunion. Yeah. There you have it. Rand the Rand Man <laughs> wants this Will Osprey Randy Orton match. I'll be honest. I want uh, and he wants this tweet of the week title. And he wants this tweet of the week title. And I also want a Randy Orton. Uh, Will Osprey match, you know that'd be a lot of fun. Yeah. How do yeah? How do we how do we make how do we make happen? how do we make that happen? So Randy Orton is now uh, Randy Orton's now a two-time singles uh, champion, one-time uh, <laughs> one-time tag champ. So there you have it, Will Osprey, Rand Man, you got it. There you go, the creation of a new championship today. <laughs> tag tweet, tag tweet, tweet, tag tweets. 
Um, that's great. There's your tweet of the week, and uh, let's just finish this boy off. You know what? It always comes around. It comes around at one point. This is the wrestler of the week. It's the wrestler of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week of the week. Wrestler of the week of the week. Um. Wrestler of the week and not much wrestling going on, Mike. Not much yeah, wrestling going on. Weeks. This is uh this is one of those um this is one of those slim pickings type of weeks. Uh so for me, my wrestler of the week, um I'm actually going to the Mox man. I'm going back to right. I'm going back to John Moxley. Um he had a great match against Sonata on the weekend and um a real killer promo in the road to all out. Uh, you know, keep going strong. He's my uh he's my dude. When you're when you're going cross continents and cross promotions and you ha- and you still have my interest, I don't know. You must be doing something right. <laughs> All right, yeah, not a lot of wrestling. So this guy was only on screen for like a minute, but I'm giving it to the fiend mm-hmm. Bray Wyatt just because that one minute his presence. You know, and shout out to Mick Foley for helping him out, putting but, him over, yeah. baby. I'm excited. I just want to see this fiend. They've been. Building, they built it up perfectly. The look is great. Everything's great. And we're gonna be, and we're gonna it. be part of that first group to ever see it. Yeah, the holy shit, holy, holy shit. shit! When he does whatever <laughs> cool thing he does, and uh, yeah, anything before the match even starts, people will chant, "This is awesome!" Oh, exactly. Of course, um, I was about, but even more so if he comes out as the demon. Imagine that. Oh, that would. I think <laughs> that would be. Yeah, that'd be a huge, huge surprise. Yeah, well, it's SummerSlam, right? Where surprises are made. <laughs> yeah. It's the biggest party of the summer. I'm looking surprises that are greater or equal to the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania. <laughs> it's all about kicking ass and taking names and twenty dollar beers. Um, well, Mike, there you have it. I think that's it. We uh, folks, I think that's it for uh, this week in the Shoot Brothers Wrestling Podcast. Is that it, Mike? That's everything. That's yeah, everything we'll, we got. We'll see what happens. We'll see in the next week of wrestling. It never stops. So. And if if goes. it never stops, we never stops. Remember, you can rate, review, like, and subscribe to the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, and YouTube, or anywhere else you listen to shows. Uh, give us that thumbs up on YouTube too, because uh, sometimes we have views, and I don't know. I'm I'm still trying to figure out how keywords work. Uh, so if you have any advice <laughs> yeah. on that, we'll also take that. Is YouTube the only place where you can see, like, do you Spotify and iTunes even know how many views you get? Or uh, it, 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 Spotify and um, iTunes won't show other listeners how many views or listens you have. But you can see? You can see, yeah. You can see on the yeah. on the host page. What is our best platform right now? Do you, are they all pretty low? Uh, <laughs> they're not pretty low, no. I think we got like 10 downloads a week, probably-ish. Hey, 148. Slowly built. 148 all time. Uh... What's our best episode? I'm sure we have a best, most streamed episode. You know, like if we were to <laughs> yeah, find maybe like like double or nothing. You know, or like something. what whatever it might be. But uh, who knows? It'll happen. Yeah. Anyways, no, we're we're doing this. We're having fun, <sighs> which is the most important part. All you listeners, we love you. We love you, listeners. We hope you're sticking around, Mike. Uh, let's chat next week because this road to SummerSlam is not stopping. Yeah, I will be here in this uh, real, uh, yeah, Unionville, wherever I am. You'll be wherever you are. I'll be wherever I am, and folks, you'll be you'll be on your own listening to this. Yeah. So, folks, on the road, on the road to SummerSlam, baby. Okay, that's all the show we got. Okay, suck it. Okay, bye.